Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Real grateful for that. You know, it's funny, man. I remember when I first started out in radio, a lot of my peers laughed at me. Some of it was being mean spirited, some of it was just, you know, mocking me. I'm, I'm used to stuff like that. But uh, I uh, had as a special guest on my show, uh, Joel Osteen. And you know something, man? He, he said something that was. I can't remember the scripture. I don't know exactly how it went. Like we were having a long conversation, but the gist of it was don't be upset with where you are now and don't be upset with the small things in your life. Be grateful for the small things and the small position that you have right now because you don't know where that's going. You don't know what that's going to be one day. You don't know what that's going to lead to. And that was very warming to hear it him say that, but it also reminded me of when I started in radio, how small it was. It reminded me of when I started in stand-up making $25 a show. It reminds me of not having a home at a period in my life and what God has allowed me to live in now. So don't be distraught over your position now and don't be ungrateful or unappreciative for the things you have now because you don't know what that's going to grow into. And that's really the gist of that I got from what he was saying. I just wanted to share that with you, that where you are now is so temporary because now, like I've said before, now is a fleeting moment. Right after you finish saying now, that moment that you claimed as now, that's gone. So the where you are now is a very fleeting process. Now, you can change where you are now. And you can change how you feel about where you're at now. And you can change about where you're going. 
by simply changing your mind. It is no different. I'm telling you, folks, the thing that I've learned about successful people is not so much what they do. It's not what they have. The biggest thing I've learned about successful people is how they think. That's the thing that's different. It's how they think. And I'm telling you that you can change the way you think on any subject and start becoming successful towards that starting now. You have to understand that, man. The biggest difference I've noticed between successful people and non-successful people is how they think. I was uh, reading what is God said that he was taught all wrong about money. He said that his father was very negative about money. He all throughout his life, he heard his father say, you know, people who got money have walked on somebody to get it or cheated somebody to get it. People who have money, money is the root of all evil. Money is money is this. And people who got money, you know, don't deserve it. They've done something wrong to get it. Yada, yada. So he said he grew up the whole time thinking that having money was something was wrong with that. He discovered that it wasn't. Look, you can choose to be successful any way you want to. I've chosen several ways to be successful. I want to be a very, very successful father. I think that's one of the things that's paramount in my life, that I really am working hard right now to become a successful father. Not a successful father in terms of money, but a successful father in terms of offering the amount of love and guidance and leadership and the example that my children need to look at. That's what I'm really, really working hard at. Now, I want to be successful as a father, but also I want to be successful as a husband. You know, I want Marjorie to always know that she can count on me, that to not have to wonder about me or look for me. You know, I, I want her to feel secure in the fact that I, I really have gotten it right, that I really am focused on being a good husband to her because it means so much to me. Uh, you know, so I'm working hard on a lot of levels. I'm working hard. I'm trying very strong to be a successful motivator of people. I want to be a sharer of information to people that will uplift others and give others the same things that I've learned through the trials and tribulations of my life, but at the same time, share that information and use the power of this microphone to uplift people, you know, not to destroy. My show is not about, oh, guess what so-and-so said, guess what so-and-so did. I don't like mean-spirited things about people, you know. I joke with people who call in, that's another thing. But I don't like destroying people with the power of the microphone. So I'm working very hard on being successful in a lot of areas of my life. Now, also, I do care about being financially successful, too, because my father, one of the gifts he gave me was a very simple gift. He told me a long time ago, he said, son, the best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. And that stuck with me. And this was a hardworking man who was a coal miner who worked construction his entire life. My father didn't have an easy life, man. My father didn't sit behind a microphone. My father didn't come to work and people cheered for him. My father wasn't famous. My father was just a go-get-it dude. Now, he instilled that in me, and I've taken that and applied it to my craft, and I thank God for him for that. But I do try to be financially successful so that I can do some things with it to help some other people. Now, am I uh, opposed to having nice things? No. Do I apologize for having nice things? No. And why should I? I work. I work. 
You know, I'm I'm not I'm not on the radio asking to give me money, you know, so I can go buy a car. I'm I'm working, so I, I don't feel how you want to feel, and other people do feel that way about it. But if success in terms of finance is what you're lacking, you can go about the business of doing that. I'm I'm writing a book, and that whole book is about teaching people how to become successful. And, man, I'm breaking it down in a way where everybody can get it, man, because I want the college student to get it. You know, I want the working mom to get it, the single mom to get it, the hardworking father that's been trying to hold his family together can get it, the father that ain't ever got it together and feel that because of that reason he can't be the father he needs to be. I'm writing something, man, to put it into words to let you know that God is a forgiving God and that God is a merciful God. And that God can get you out of any situation you find yourself in. You just can't beat yourself up every time you make a mistake. I make mistakes all the time, man. I just got to remind myself to get up. I ask God for forgiveness. I call on his mercy and his grace. And I get up and I go again. But it's coming, man. And if financial success is what you want, you got to change your mind. You got to start thinking about how to produce it. The first thing you do is you got to ask. You got to ask to have a life and have a life more abundantly. That's a scripture that he comes to you to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. That's a scripture. That ain't a joke. That ain't a theory. That's a fact. And the fact that if you don't have a life of abundance, you can get that by asking. Then it starts by believing. And the how-to, don't even worry about that. He takes care of that himself. He'll send the stuff your way. But you got to be willing to put some effort in this thing now, and you can do it. Okay, I know I was a little around the place today, but that's what it was. So, you know, let's go get it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What up, everybody? It's Monday morning. Before we start, let me talk to Monday. Dude, dude, Monday, really, get it together. You was just here. Every time I turn around, I'm looking in your face, Monday. Really? Seriously? Isn't that right, Shirley Strawberry? Talk to Monday. Come on, talk to Monday. <laughs> hey, Monday, you could slow it down just a little bit, okay? <laughs> Good morning, Jay. Good Crazy. morning. Carla Burrell, will you please speak to Monday? Let him know how you feel. Well, I'm going to speak to Monday on behalf of some of the kids that are starting school on this Monday. They're probably like, dude, you dead wrong for this. <laughs> My writing buddy, Junior, speak to Monday for me, please. Talk man, to me, man, come on, Monday. Do you have any friends? Any? <laughs> you ain't got no friends. Just us? He is the king of pranks, and he hates Monday more than anybody on the show. Isn't that right, Tom Tom? What's up, I sir? Can't, How you doing? I can't stand it, but good morning on Monday. I can't stand it. You know, the week could have been Thursday, Friday, Saturday, then back to Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, wow. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. Yeah, why did they even make a Monday? What for? Uh, what was, what's that all about? And who made the days? Yes. Yes. Who and named you, the rebel? You know you're the worst day. There. Don't you feel bad? You're the worst day, man. Everybody hates you, Monday. <laughs> But on the flip side, we're here at work, and we're blessed. <laughs> we're here at work. We're blessed. Absolutely. We're here for you. Yes. We still hate Monday. We still hate Monday like we do with it. Right. We can complain, though. Okay. I can't. <laughs> 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 
Just like, you know, just pull the day of the week. And if you get three Fridays in a row, three Fridays in a row. <laughs> Jackpot, huh, Junior? Yeah. I oh, like that. Two Saturdays. God, though. Can't come in. Everybody had a good weekend? Everybody had a yes. good weekend? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Thank you. How about you? Uh, I had a great weekend, yeah. I went to the movies. Uh, uh, I saw um, R-E-S-B-C-T. Loved it. It was great. Oh. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah, J-Hood did it. Yeah, yeah, she, it, yeah, she, yeah, she yeah, did she it. Did. It was great. It was a good movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I saw it in Negro Round, which I didn't want to see it in Negro uh. Round. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it packed? What mean exactly, Jay? Oh, my, <laughs> if you have not seen a black... A black movie in Negro Round, it's a totally different experience. Sorry, Ray <laughs> Yeah, you ain't Don't got to go for like that, that, girl. You uh, ain't got to take that at all. <laughs> was it that bad? Please tell me what it was. Oh, my God. Tell me. Tell me. Negro was, Round. Was, I saw it in Negro Round. <laughs> Did they have a mask on in there, Jay? Oh, they were pulling the mask down, talking. You ain't got to take that. You ain't got to take that. <laughs> uh, I like saying Riri. That's what I like. Say Riri. Yeah. Say it, Riri. <laughs> and the words you don't want to say in Negro round is shh. Uh-uh. Oh, don't ever. Oh. Oh. That'll get you jumped on right there. Yeah. Here's a question, Jay. We got to go, though. How many babies were in the audience? That's what oh, I love, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think somebody birthed a baby in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. Coming back at 32 minutes after with uh, Ask Bitter Man. <laughs> and he's not trying to help you right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, it is time for Ask Bitterman. And uh, Jay, you have a disclaimer here that we need. What is it, please? So the people will know. <laughs> I'm here, but I'm not here to help you, okay? <laughs> what I'm... You're just here? <laughs> I'm here, but not to help you. All right, <laughs> here we go. Uh, this one is from, sorry about this, Julia in Kansas City. Julia writes, I'm a 53-year-old married woman and I walk around my home naked. Oh, Tommy, you'll love this. It, it is my dream to one day live in a nudist community. But for now, we live in a suburban community that is primarily Caucasian. The older lady next door brought a package of mine that was mistakenly delivered to her. I am full-figured and tall, so when I opened the door, the old lady got an eyeful of this chocolate goddess. Good uh, God. <laughs> my what? husband is mad at me for answering the door like that, but it's our house. Was I wrong for being nude? <laughs> I, I normally wouldn't help you, but hell no, no. I need to know where you live so I can deliver you something. That's what I'm trying to find. You want to see that, Jay? <laughs> I, I, I need to see that. Special delivery. Oh, special delivery again. Did you I order a you, pizza? <laughs> you can't get in trouble if you're in your own house and open the door. Naked no, can't. no, you are allowed you, you to really be naked can't. in your own house. But, but I'm with her husband, though, on that one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> put something Try on. it, Shirley. Try it. <laughs> yeah, around the house, yeah, but not when someone comes Open to the, the door. door. Just try you know it. Live a little. Good I'm God. with you, Tommy. When you show up naked, you ain't got to give a tip. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> naked explains itself, you know? All right. Moving on. Bryson Dover, uh, Delaware, says... 
I've been divorced for four years and I'm still messing around with my ex-wife. She's remarried, but she comes to me for good loving. Whenever she drops her son off, I have to pleasure her and she will start, or, or she will start tripping about me seeing my son. I can't move on with my life because she's in the way. My former girlfriend broke up with me because of my ex-wife. Is there a way to reason with my ex-wife without yes, making her yes, angry? Please Again, help. I'm, I'm Please trying help. not to help, but if look, if you're going to get this loving we need to cut down on these child support payments all right we need to cut oh, back on these child support mm, payments balance it out uh, yeah, you know let's just need to talk to them time it doesn't need to be balanced out mm, i'm yes. giving you something yeah. and you cut back on a little bit of something we all uh -huh. get what we want in this Everybody right here. you know what i mean mm. you know what i mean but you're gonna have to keep giving this loving just just take one for the team boy Come this on, is the way boy. you see your son yeah. okay hey, how you, how you see your son. ages 15 through 18 no payments <laughs> When people got it good, but they complain. Damn, I just got it. So you you tired of having sex? Is that what you're saying? That's what you that's what you're saying. She didn't got on your nerves. Yeah, sex, get sex on, getting right? on your nerves. You know what? You you worse than Monday. Damn. Right? <laughs> Very cute, very cute. All right, I know you didn't want to help him, but uh -uh. yeah. But I did, I did, I but did. But you Go did, ahead. all right. <laughs> Moving on to Kim in New Orleans. Kim says, my 77-year-old grandmother moved in with my mom, and she's disrupted my mom's life. My mother can't get any sleep because my grandmother's TV is loud all day and night, and she smokes cigarettes in the bed. So my mom has to check on her often to make sure she doesn't burn down the house. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom is divorced and trying to date, but my grandma is a handful. How can I convince my mom to put my grandmother oops, in a home? Wow. You, ain't to, you ain't gotta put her in a home. You know, you have to respect your elders. You have to respect them. They're at the retirement part of their life. They wanna live right. out. What you really need to do is mm. stop checking. Stop checking back there on her. <laughs> let her just let her keep smoking. What about a nice she shed in the backyard though? Nice she shed. Put grandma, put grandma in the she put shed. In in the she shed. <laughs> and let her smoke as much as she wants to. It's gonna burn that down too. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's gonna look like she it's on fire, but yeah. it ain't. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need to do. Uh, you ain't gonna, just stop checking. You'll be all right. She gonna burn down the house, Jay. Yes, she uh, no, she's gonna burn down the she shed. All right, uh, moving on to Dartrice in South Philly, who writes, I'm in my mid-40s and I'm dating a man that is eight years younger. I met him when I was working in food service at the prison. We started dating and he moved in with me after he got out of jail. He's in counseling and uh, he, he's promised me that he's, he's done with selling drugs. He's been hinting about getting married, but I would need my parents' blessing. Would it be wrong for me to ask my man to lie about his past or to sugarcoat it a little bit? Mm. What you don't want to do is upset this ex-con at all. <laughs> you better lie to you. Give, give what you want. Now. Yeah, you better lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you want you to cheat him gingerly, okay? You don't, you don't want to get him upset at all, okay? But, Jay, I got, a go I got a question. 
Uh-huh. These guys in jail, when they cross paths with these ladies, what do they say? That when they know. get out, they just waiting on them. What do they say? Some of the coldest games they Tommy's in jail. <laughs> They're writing like, letters uh, every day. They're calling every day. You know, you don't get that when you're out of jail. I don't know what. They, I don't know what the prison rap is. Obviously, I ain't got it because I've been left a lot of places and nobody <laughs> waited on me worth a damn. So I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I couldn't. What are they saying, what? Junior? Like you know, like the poem. They, he got to be saying something like you know, only thing holding me from you is these balls, this bed I sit by, and this toilet I sit on. You was on. That's all they got to be saying, man. Because I can't see what else they using. I mean, I might be in here, but my mind is at home with you on that nice sofa and that TV you got and with that refrigerator. That Fool. I don't know what is they saying. I have but, no idea. Nothing but bars. Right. I'm locked up here, but I like to be locked up with you. I don't Thank know. Guys. Thanks, Twitter man. Coming up next, we got some church complaints with Reverend Adnoid and Dick and Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anne is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, tennis champ Naomi Osaka is donating her prize money from the Western and Southern Tennis Open to the Haiti Earthquake Relief Effort. Thank ah, you for that. Congratulations. Nice. How generous. So nice. yeah. um, and they really needed to. Yeah. Uh, plus, in entertainment news... Uh, we'll talk about the movie Respect. How about that? We'll talk about mm-hmm. it. Carla saw the movie. Jay saw the movie. We'll talk about it. We saw it, so we got to talk about it. Uh, but right now, it is Monday and time for church complaints with Deacon Def Jam and Reverend Adnoid. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome to the JPJJ. That is the jackpot joint. Of Jerusalem. Ching, ching. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, say it, uh, uh, Red Mad Noise. Hallelujah, one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, you sound like you're. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm fine. This is a good day. I'm having a good day. Have you ever tried Mucinex? Have you ever just tried? I tried Mucinex, Mucinex. Mucilex X, Mucilex, Mucilex 19. I've tried a vacuum cleaner. I've tried a leaf blower. I've tried every damn thing. Nothing works. Nothing uh, seems to work. Nothing All seems right. to work. All right. Well, I tell you what, what we're going to do, I'm going to give the church complaints, and yes. Reverend Adnoid will give yes. you the church announcements. All right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All minds clear? All right, we got a big problem here at the church. Sister Margaret Davis is mm-hmm. asking for the church's help. Uh-huh. She is being sued. She owes $22,675 to Blockbuster for not returning the VHS tape that she rented in 1985. Uh, it was the color purple. She either pays. <laughs> she either pays. <laughs> she either pays up or faces two years in jail. 
What should we as the congregation do? $22,675 for a VHS tape that she rented in 1985. What is the price she owes now? $22,675. The church has decided, I have spoke to my brother before he left, we will cover the $75. We got that. We will cover the $75. Twenty-two thousand six hundred and seventy-five. She's on her own with that one. We got part. <laughs> We, not very Christian of you, we, Pastor. We, we cover what we can here, okay? Here we you go. This, this is a church announcement. Those were complaints. Here's an announcement. The light-skinned uppity church members who think they're better than everybody else will meet in meeting room five. Their guest speaker, the light-skinned uppity church members who think they're better than everybody else will meet in meeting room five. Their guest speaker will be Smokey Robinson. So if you're light-skinned yeah. and you want to... baby, baby. You want to... And uh, Howard Hewitt will be the special guest yeah, as well. special yeah. next week, yeah. But if you up and light skin, and you want to be with more uppity light skin people. Meeting room five, go right ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. All right. Let me see here. What do I have here? Let's see. Brother Raphael Evans has a new <laughs> song, and he would like the church to support him. It's called Tomorrow Isn't Promised. Cuss them out today. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, yeah. Say so, that again. Uh, Say that one more. It, uh, the name of the, the, the song uh, he's going to drop his single, it, it says, Tomorrow uh-huh. isn't promised. Cuss them out today in the yeah. name Let of Jesus. All right? Number one, like smash. Let the day go by. Get it in, get it in. Here we go. Yes. The black grandparents with a white grandchild will be glad to know. <laughs> Say that one more time. You didn't, you didn't read over that. The black grandparents with a white grandchild will be glad to know there's a master class on how to make a bean casserole. That'll be in meeting room. <laughs> Look at God. Look at God. Uh, Look. One Look at God. Look at God. I know Wait you've been struggling with that. Yes. And we have a master class for you in meeting room seven. How to make that white baby a bean casserole. Because he won't yes. he won't Green bean right casserole. Man. No. no, I got to hear one more time. No. <laughs> this is very important. I want to get this out to everybody so, so you don't miss this meeting. The black grandparents who have a white grandbaby, you'll be glad to know what. We have a master class on how to make a bean casserole for that white baby. Oh, oh my God, yes. White babies don't do sweet potatoes. Uh, yeah. uh, look at God. Look at, say it again. Yeah. Say it again. He's going to make a way out of nowhere. Won't he, won't he, Deacon? Won't he do it? Way out of nowhere. Yes, he will. Uh, we got a big problem that took place at Bible study. Uh, there was an iPhone and Android broil last week at the Bible study. The subject was which one take the best pictures. They destroyed half the church. We will now be taking up phones before service from now. We will all be taking Amen. up all phones. Amen. IPhone, My money and was on Android. My money and they, they, they wore them iPhone people's ass out. <laughs> oh, man. Also, 
also so that you don't get mixed up now so that you don't get mixed up <laughs> the white grandparents with a black grandchild will have a class on how to corn roll your black grandbaby's hair. Do, it's necessary. It's please necessary. do not get these classes mixed up and you're sitting in the wrong hey, damn class, okay? This ain't the casserole. <laughs> the black, the white... The white grandparents with a black grandbaby, there's a master class on corn roll. Know your roles now. Know your roles. Know your rooms. Make sure you go to the right room. Right, right. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? All right. Yes, he will. Uh, We got a big issue here. Sister Bernita Andrews is in jail. Uh, she uh, told her son Malik Andrews not to take his mask off at school. The teacher told him to take his mask off and tell her the 50 states. He texted his mama what happened. Sister Bernita went down there and beat the teacher down. And uh, But she put a mask on the teacher before she whooped her ass. I whooped her behind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bell is $75,000. Okay. <laughs> the women from the back, the women from the back, who look like MMA wrestlers will meet in meeting room five. <laughs> You're wrong for that. All right. Uh, from the back. Coming up. We got to go. Coming up. At the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in today's entertainment news, tennis great Naomi Osaka, who is of Haitian and Japanese descent, has announced that she will be donating her prize money, the winnings from her Western and Southern Open, uh, to the relief efforts in Haiti to help the victims from Saturday's 7.2 magnitude earthquake. Naomi went on to say, I know our ancestors' blood is strong, will keep rising. Wow. Steve Harvey Nation, uh, if you want to help, please go to action.publicgood.com or you can go to redcross.org. Of course, we are praying for Haiti. Wow. Yeah. It just seems like they can't get a break in Haiti. They can't. Yeah. The, the last oh, one was, what, 2010 Jesus. or something? 2010. Yeah. Just, and it's now horrific. this, yeah, it, it's just horrible. It really is. And really? and those of us who have been in an earthquake know, you know, what it's like. What it's yeah. like. This, yeah, yes, this I is have, devastating. I really don't know what it's like. I mean, I, of course, watching it on television, it's just, it's well, amazing. I can tell you what it's like. The whole I've been in a few. is shaking. Whenever you run that shaking, too. Mm-hmm. And it's the most scariest thing you ever want to yeah. go through, man. It, it really, really is. Because you want to try to get outside, and outside is shaking. So, yeah. It, it's really horrible, man. Yeah, which one is. is worse? Which, which, where do you want to be? Well, well, like, it ain't like uh-huh. you can schedule it, but. Well, mm-hmm. you know, Tommy, over the years they changed it. They used to tell you to get, stay inside and get in, like, in a door in, frame yeah. or something. In the doorway, okay. Yeah, in the doorway, in inside the, of that frame, but, you know, now. I think it's best to get out of that building. You're right, Shirley. Get out of that yeah. building. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's changed, house. you yeah. know. Yeah. So, so being in the street is better? 
I would think so. Yeah, because you don't have to worry about stuff falling down on you. You, yeah, you never just, know the structure you're in could collapse on right, you. Right, just make right. sure you're in an open space uh -huh. or something. Yeah, but it, it's it's horrific. It's it horrible. I, I, I feel so so much for Haiti. I, I was yeah. looking on um, mm -hmm. you know Instagram and social media and everybody mm -hmm. was putting up praying for Haiti, mm -hmm. you know, um, signs and everything. But it, it's just terrible, and you, it's you have to pray yeah. for them. And I'm sure you they're do. going to need financial relief thank god Absolutely. for naomi osaka you know uh -huh. and president like biden who are coming uh, through yeah with mm -hmm. thank god we got this president right now thank yeah. god, right. god. Yeah. yes yes because homeboy yes. be down there throwing out paper towels throwing Ooh, paper towels yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it and it's horrible because Haiti is such a poor country. It, you know, anyway. you, you Tommy, you're talking about us being outside and where can we go? Some of those people, how they live, how, how the Haitians live, is such a poor country. Yeah, Any kind of relief yeah. and anything that anything. we can do to help the medical doctors yeah. and mm -hmm. everyone get there to try to help with relief efforts. That's what. Yeah, you know, I was it's just. Ugh. And the I, tropical yeah. storm is uh -huh. is out there, so now they make yeah. it rain, which may that, cause yeah, that's oh, heading yeah. that mudslides. Yeah. yeah, and I was watching a news report um, where it was saying, you know, they were in a, in a particular area. They weren't too far from the epicenter of the earthquake, and they were showing people. They were calling them looters, saying that looters were out. But then what? they had to that yeah, they had to kind of change it because they were saying this is such a poor country. Uh, like you were saying, Carla, and the people have to just—if there's something, you know, out there that they could take that that didn't get damaged, maybe they could sell because it is a poor country. Maybe they could get some money for that mm -hmm. or something, you know, to feed their families. It's like, you know, what a, a horrible situation to be in. I, I mean, just just horrible. We gotta help and them. Again, we're praying and we yeah, have to, to help. We we definitely have to help. Um, Alright. Uh, we're gonna move on to Miss Ann. Uh, I'm sure she'll have some more. Go ahead, Jay. Alright, everybody. It's time for the news with Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very, very much. Well, let's start right now with the Taliban. They say they're in control of the Afghan capital, Kabul. And according to them, they arrived to, quote, maintain law and order with Kabul. That means the Taliban's got control of the whole country again, Afghanistan. The Afghan government collapsed as forces fled. President Ashraf Ghani uh, left the country first. The Biden administration, meanwhile, continues to evacuate U.S. personnel from the embassy while setting up a small U.S. mission at the airport. There are reports this morning that there's some gunfire at the airport. The president is sending an additional 1,000 troops to assist the pullout. That'll mean like 6,000 in total. The images of helicopters airlifting Americans out apparently remind some people of the fall of Saigon at the end of the Vietnam War. However, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken tells CNN that situation has nothing to do with this one. This is not Saigon. We went to Afghanistan 20 years ago with one mission, and that mission was to deal with the folks who attacked us on 9-11. And we have succeeded in that mission. And Blinken says that the U.S. has told Taliban leaders that if they interfere with the withdrawal of American personnel and Afghans who worked with the U.S. military, that there will be a swift response. And yes, it does look like Haiti can't catch a break. The U.S. is sending help as the death toll from Saturday's 7.2 magnitude earthquake continues to climb at last report. 
Some 1,300 Haitians have been killed. Hundreds more are injured. Prime Minister Ariel Henry has declared a national state of emergency as aftershocks continue to shake the earth. Haitians sifting through the rubble, looking for loved ones as well as belongings. Tremors have been felt as far away as Jamaica and Cuba. Hospitals setting up extra wards and tents to care for the injured. In one southern city, a multi-story hotel collapsed, killing its owner, who was a former Haitian senator. Meanwhile, the tropical storm Grace, which could smack into Hispaniola sometime today. Puerto Rico is expecting torrential rains. There's another place that's really been hit a lot. And tropical storm Fred headed for the west side of the Florida panhandle. And yes, as you did hear, one of the more famous people of Haitian descent right now, tennis phenom Naomi Osaka says she's donating any prize money that she wins from the current uh, contest she's in. She's in the Western and Southern Open to relief efforts in her dad's country. Miss Osaka, whose mother's Japanese, father Haitian, says, I know our ancestors' blood is strong and keep rising. Finally, the nation's about to finally honor the U.S. Army's 369th Infantry from World War I, nicknamed Harlem Hellfighters. As a bill on President Biden's desk, he's going to sign it. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Tommy. Introduce the president and CEO of Team Tommy. I got it. I got it. Ladies and gentlemen, I host this thing, okay? I'm about to take... This is like when you come to the carnival and you you want to go in and ride this ride. But you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that noise right there, okay? Get ready. Buckle up and hold on tight. We're on our way deep, deep into the mind, deep into the mind of the one and only J. Anthony Brown. Ride at your own risk. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It goes down this Saturday. Charlotte, North Carolina. Your boy will be in the building and remember the j spot is open for business here we go we're gonna give you last week's news with music sung by yours truly and i'm telling you i'm oh. not going we're talking about COVID. looks like it ain't gonna go nowhere because oh people won't God. wear their masks and they won't <laughs> go see the doctor uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T Find that one. Yes, right, you did get respect this weekend When people went to see the movie Respect With Miss Jennifer Hudson uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T But I'll tell you who didn't get respect Lay your head on my pillow I'm talking about Mike Lindell He had a symposium right. this weekend That's a meeting Where he was telling everybody Donald Trump would be back in stride again But he wasn't And Teddy Pendergrass I said it best. The whole town laughing at you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> AKA bag lady, Miss Erica Badu just clowned at the Barack Obama party this weekend. The rule was no pictures, no pictures, no mm-hmm. pictures. She took pictures any damn way. Barack was going <laughs> to call Tyrone. Call him. <laughs> I tell you what, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, I can tell you where it don't reside. It does not reside at Dennis Schroeder's house. The homeboy turned out $84 million to get $6 million. Once again, what a fool believes. (laughs) (laughs) And and last but not least, work, 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 work. 
All you do is work, 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 work. I'll tell you who won't be working. Cuomo won't be working because the song says it all. You about to lose your job. Whoa. You about to lose your job. Go ahead. And there you have it. Last week's news Damn, with me. Sam <laughs> with yours truly, J. Anthony Brown. Watch out there now. <laughs> Oh what my can God! You say after that? <laughs> I can say this. What? That was Jay. All that was Jay. That was Jay. Well, that was you hilarious. warned us, Tommy. We went up in that mind. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we went, went up right in there. In there. <laughs> All right, listen. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk about it. Mass mandates causing chaos at school board meetings and at the schools. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, what is going on? As we send our children back to school, those of us who have children, we are all still in shock by the video of the anti-mass mob harassing people at the school board in Tennessee. Did you guys see this? Medical professionals were compared with demons and cowards, and they were threatened by parents saying, we will find you. A 12-year-old Florida student found her voice advocating for masks for, uh, to protect her younger brother, thank God. According to Yahoo.com, parents are showing up to pressure local officials to require masks in defiance of state laws, while others use debunked science to argue masks should not be required. As the Delta variant of the coronavirus has run rampant throughout much of the country, more children, and this is the sad news, the sad part of it all, more children are becoming infected and ending up in hospitals. More than 90% of COVID-19 cases right now are affecting children, uh, and, and they're caused by the Delta variant. My God. This you is know, crazy. Crazy. when is this madness this is going to stop? Yeah. This is Maybe insane. now that it's affecting our children, you know, will will you stop this? Will will you stop? And, and my son, my son is wearing a mask at school. Absolutely. My daughter is wearing a mask as well. So, but mm-hmm. but I but I think my son's school is uh, making it optional. It make is making it optional, and I don't think the uh-huh. teachers are wearing them unless they want to. See, you know. Uh-huh. So, so, but you know, you know, we're talking about a ten-year, right? But we're talking about a ten-year-old kid. So I got to worry about: Are you pulling your mask yes. off? Are you doing this and doing that? Then that's where the problem, where it gets mm-hmm. kind of sticky, and you be like, okay, I, I can't trust this. And so now you don't even care about the kids. You just, just you don't care no. about the kids. No, that, they that's because what they're it is. politicizing. They're politicizing yeah, right. all Absolutely. of this. They have from day mm-hmm. one politicizing mm-hmm. wearing a mask. And now it's almost worse making it optional instead of making it mandatory. Because when you get to an age of teenagers, see, with the young kids, it's one thing. But when you get with it's peer pressure Mm -hmm. and it's optional, why are you wearing a mask? You're dealing with that right now with your baby, right? Mm -hmm. Not not necessarily with my daughter, but I'm just speaking for Mm -hmm. other parents. I'm saying now it becomes an issue for the kid and another layer of problems yeah. that a child has to deal with at school. Just yeah, make the decision. Yeah, we know about peer pressure. We yes. Mm-hmm. They've yes. been pulled been into it. the politics. Been it. Yeah. Yep. Exactly, yep. Tommy. And so, last year, that was not the issue. Last mm-hmm. year, it was mask mm-hmm. up or virtual, period. Yeah. Those were the two options. Now, these people that are attacking these school board members and causing chaos at these school board meetings, you wanted school. 
See, last yeah. year you had a fit. You couldn't take uh-huh, it. Homeschooling, yeah. homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Now you got the now you got school. Now they're telling you to wear a mask and to protect the kids. And now that ain't enough. I don't. Yeah. I just don't understand people. I, I still say, you know, that everybody's, you know, trying to hold out for next year's election and then for election 2024 because they think that Trump is coming back like Superman, you know, to get rid of all this stuff. Don't forget, again, Trump had COVID. Trump got vaccinated. Well, if you're going to follow your damn leader, then follow his ass to get a shot. Why you ain't getting a shot? And why he's not coming back? He's the one who politicized this in the first place. And, but he took the necessary precautions so he could rid himself of COVID. You know, I, I still think, you know, that's what this boils down to the midterm elections next year and the presidential elections in 2024. They're trying to hold on, hold on, you know, to that base so they can win these House seats and, and these Senate seats and ultimately at the again, cost of win, our children the dying. White House. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't care about the kids. They care about their uh, uh, political agenda. That's what they care about more than Pray anything. For the kids. Yeah. Pray for the kids. Yeah, you have Jesus. to. You know, and it, all of us know someone who works in a hospital. We've talked to doctors and nurses. They'll tell you how quickly it's filling up. The the hospital beds are filling up with children. We see it. They'll tell we you. See yeah. It. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it, it's a sad shame, especially for those it's of really us who sad. had children. They, so we have yeah. to keep praying and, you know, doing what we can do. Um, Protect our children. It, it, it's just hot. Awful. And awful. the educators. Yeah. Protect them too. Yeah, the and them too. All right. Yeah. Coming up next, it is a nephew with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my disloyal wife and my family. Everybody. All right. <laughs> we'll get into that in just a little bit. But right now, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? House party mm-hmm. at Glenda's. Oh. House party at Glenda's. Okay, Let's go, Cat Dog. Yeah, Hello? Hello. Uh, hey, man, y'all need me to bring some ice over there? Yeah, man, we can we can use some ice over here. Who, who is this? Hey, this is Lawrence, man. I was trying to see... Uh, if y'all need some hype, what kind of beer should I bring, man? Y'all want some beer? Man, everybody over here pretty much do Budweiser, man. Now, who'd you say this was again? This is Lawrence. This is Lawrence, man. I ran into your wife at the um, the supermarket, and she was telling me y'all was, you know, getting together, and she told me to, you know, come on through if I had some time, so I didn't want to just come through there without nothing. You know what I'm saying? I want to, you know, come through empty-handed looking disrespectful, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel it, man. We just, we pretty much over here just kicking and watching the game, man. You can, you know, some beer, some ice, that'll, that'll be good, bro. Okay, 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 cool, man. Well, listen, um, I mean, I mean, people y'all gonna have, I want to make sure I bring enough stuff. Yeah, but who who do I can I can man? Who'd you say this was again though? My name is Lawrence, man. My name is Lawrence. I went to uh, I went to school with Glenda. Oh, okay. You went to you went to school with Glenda. Okay, Lawrence, huh? Yeah, yeah. We went we went to school together. So you know, we we I ain't seen her like man. I swear it's been like fifteen twenty years. You know what I mean? Ironically, you know, I just got back to town. You know, two weeks ago, and, and to you know run into a classmate, I was like, wow. But but you know, I, uh, she invited me out, man. I ain't been nowhere since I got here, so. You know, it's cool just to get out a little bit. So, you know, you say Budweiser and I bring some ice, man. So, yeah, we good. We good. So I'm just going to bring a couple cases. That's cool? Yeah, man, that's that's cool. But you, you say, Glenda, which y'all, did y'all, y'all went to high school or college? Or what, and where'd you, where'd you meet her at? No, no, no. Me, me and Glenda went to high school together, dog. Oh, y'all went to high school together? Yeah, that's back in the day. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay, you say what'd you say? You said your name, Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence. Yeah, we went to high school together, man. That was, uh, you know, that, man, Glenn still look good, dog. That's, how long y'all been married? Yeah, we've been married for about sixteen years, man. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, yeah, 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 man. You did good, man. I, 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 I hate I messed it up. You know what I mean? But you know, it's, it's neither here nor there, man. But it's just ironic that I ran into her, man. So I just appreciated the invite. I saw, I saw Glenda, man. Yo, yo, your, your girl looking good, man. I ain't seen her in a long time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, man. What do you, let's back up a minute, man. What, what you mean you, you hate you messed that up? What you mean by that? Well, no, that's no. Okay, okay, my bad, dog. I'm, I'm thinking you familiar with my name. No, um, see, Glenda was, um, Glenda was my high school sweetheart. You know, we dated from from ninth grade to the twelfth grade, man. We went to prom together. All right, bro. Look, all right, man. I see. Um, you know what, man? I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm. A, let me see. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Glenda, what she meant by by telling you she you could come through the crib, bro. But you you can't come through my house, dog. I mean, I didn't I didn't have mine back in the day, and and, and she might have had hers, bro. But you you can't come over my house, dude. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Nah. Glenda then invited me, and I'm coming. I don't, I don't know what what the hostility is, but man, but I'm I'm coming to the house. You ain't you ain't coming to my house, though. Hey, dog, no. listen to me, man. I'm not finna sit in and go back and forth with you. I done ran into Glenda in the store. Glenda said she, you know, it was good to see me, you know, come through tonight. I say cool, you know, and she gave me the number, on asking you what else I should, you know, what else I should get. You know, so I'm I'm calling you saying, hey, man, you want some ice and some beer? I'm going to roll through. Man, it's just a party, dog. You insecure? What's what's up? No, I ain't no insecure. Listen, listen to me, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and get Glenda. All right? And, and this, because this right here don't make sense to me, dog. What you mean Glenda invited you to the house? And I'm telling you right now, you ain't coming to my house, bro. If you come to my house, you're going to get your up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So what you, what you threatening me now, dog? That's what you're doing? You who, who is you, dog? I'm her first. That's who I am. I'm her first. I'm her first. I'm the one she really remember. You mean you don't want she really remember? I'm her first, dog. See, man, I, I look, man. I, I, like I said, you bring your punk over to my house, and it's gonna be about twenty waiting on you. All right, all my boys over here, we kicking it. All right, you bring your over here, you won't leave. I promise you that. I tell you what, man, I'll be over there because Glenda the one invited me, and I'm showing up. And if you start tripping with me, guess what, dog? It's on and popping. One thing I ain't forgot is my first love, and my first love that invited me to the house. Man, I can't, I can't even deal with this right here, bro. I'm gonna tell you, you no, know, you, you obviously you don't spoke to Glenda. You know where the I live, all right? You show your up. I want you to come on. I want you to come on over and you show up. Like I said, you show up and you. Ain't going home. I promise you that, bro. Uh, well, it's whatever then, man. It's whatever, yeah, bro. This, hey, bro. Look, look, man. Me and my boys over here. We just waiting on it. We just waiting on it. All you gotta do is, is make the move, bro. All you gotta okay. do is make well, the move. Well, it's, it's, I tell you what, man. I'm just. I'm, let me call Glenda. See, I need to call Glenda. Cause see, 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 Glenda. Yo, let me get Glenda. Who the f are you, dog? Who the f are you? I'ma tell you one more time. I am Glenda's first. I don't give a and, f and it sounds like I might be her last. Her everything. <laughs> Must be out his mind, CeeLo. Listen, I got this pop on the phone, bro. Lick. Yo, yo, dog. Hey, let me ask you this here, man. You don't even know where Glenda's spot at, do you? Do you? What the f? I know where her spot at. What the f? Who the f are you, dog? What the f think this is, bro? Hey, man, man I... you bring your over here. I want you to show up at my. You call me with this stupid, bro. You talking about my girl? My girl's spot. You come, but I want to see you at the crib right now, bro. 
Get your in your whip right now. You drive down to my and I'm going to you up, bro. You ain't going to do nothing to me. What? I said you ain't going to do nothing to me. do nothing to you, huh? I ain't going to do nothing to you. I promise you bring over here, bro. I'm telling you, you're not going home, dog. You're not going home. Whatever. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Is you listening? My girl? What the I, I got one more thing I want to say to you, though. Is you listening to me? I'm not listening to you. Hey, man, is you listening? Is you listening? Because evidently you ain't. Are you listening to me? You want to say this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Glenda. <laughs> you see, <it's> like... <laughs> One more thing, though. What is what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> Come on, man. It's what I do, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah, man. That was It's what fun. I do, baby. It's you what know, I do, baby. He was he really to... mad. Not that you was coming to the party. He was really upset that you knew the spot. That really. Yeah. <laughs> that was one point. You got the call and you already like in the middle of mm-hmm. it's like you in the middle of a conversation. You just even right, right, right. hey man, what y'all need? Uh, y'all need some uh, ice over there? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 that's yeah. how you yeah. catch yeah. straight off guard. So you got him right then. That's yeah. why you're the king of pranks. That's why you're I want some That's beer, it. man. What y'all got? He's not the king. He's the king. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the king, the king is going to Detroit, Michigan, baby. That's right. Saturday, October 16th. It is the sweetest day. Comedy takeover. Dominique in the building. Rodney Perry in the building. Tommy Davidson. Guy. Corey, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I say Corey? Guy Torrey. That's my dude. Who is Guy right. Corey? Take, take, take two. Take two. Take the dude two. Take 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 Y'all need some ice? We bring an ice. All we bring right, it everything. Right. Yeah, I know where to spot at, baby. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew, with that crazy prank. Coming up next, my strawberry letter subject, my disloyal wife and my family will get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. You know why? Because we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. You hear that? Right here, right now. Yeah, it could be yours. You never know. For you, Jay. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. All right, subject, my disloyal wife 
and my family. Dear Stephen Shirley, my 46-year-old wife and my 39-year-old sister are up to something. My sister recently got a divorce, so my wife spent a lot of time comforting her, and in the process of doing that, they went on a vacation to Miami. When they got back, my sister was distant and wouldn't come around. She said she met a great guy and was laying low and keeping her business private. My wife continued to go visit her, and she even started taking her food whenever she cooked. I knew my wife and sister had a great relationship, but red flags popped up when my wife spent a whole weekend at my sister's house. I went by to see what was going on, and I was not ready for what I saw. A man answered the door and asked who I was, and I asked him where my wife was. He said my wife was in the back lying down. He said he didn't know she was married, and I went to my sister's bedroom first and found her lying in bed all bandaged up. She told me she had a Brazilian butt lift, and she didn't want me to judge her. I was floored, but I needed to go find my wife. I went to the guest room, and my wife was passed out drunk. When I woke her, I could smell the alcohol, and she got defensive, saying I'm lame and boring, so she'd rather be over at my sister's house. I'm trying to figure all of this out. My sister got divorced, got a new booty, has my wife drunk in the middle of the day, and there are two men in the house. I asked my wife to get her things and come with me, and she refused to leave. I told her she could stay there for all I care and left. <laughs> I left. I called my best friend, and he said to, to, let, a, hmm, to let a garden tool be a garden tool, okay? Uh, what, what did he mean by that? What did he mean by that? Is my wife messing with my sister? What's going on here? Please help. Okay, first let me ask you a couple of questions. I got to ask you a couple of things. Did you see this coming? Because you don't seem to be that upset about this. Uh, You said she could stay there for all you care and then you left. You don't seem to be upset. There were two men in the house. And then it seems to me you're asking the wrong questions. I don't know. And and it's interesting that you're asking us about your wife, whom we've never met, but you guys have been married for some time. And based on what you put in this letter, it, your wife could be with anyone or everyone in that house. Uh, although your sister is incapacitated right now uh, because of her new butt and everything, I do believe wifey could be entertaining one of the guys, though, because it looks like a, a double date or something. Two guys, two women. It also sounds like what your wife said about you being lame and boring is true. Uh, and, you know, it just gives her a reason, you know, to, to, <laughs> to, to not give a darn no longer about this marriage. She wants out, it seems. She wants out, and that's what your friend meant when he said, a garden tool, let a garden tool be a garden tool. Uh, she's doing her, and in my opinion, she's not coming back. So guess what, husband? You should do you. Let her go. This is too much. Jay? craziness dude 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 let me talk to you man people people want to have fun they want to have they want to have a good time yeah. get their butt waxed and get drunk you, you can't do this at your house you don't want anybody to drink at your damn house you don't want no butt waxing at your damn house she got to go way out of town to get her ass waxed because no. you is boring jay boring. 
she didn't get it waxed. She got it fixed. She got it lifted. I mean, she got to go because you're boring. Yes. You want to see boring? Get up. Put on a tie and a shirt and go look in the mirror. It's you, you boring dude. There's no fun. She wanted a butt lifted and smooth. Mm -hmm. and a, can't do that at your house because you got rules. No, nobody can get the butt fixed in this house. So what? She got to go someplace else to get her butt fixed. She's up in eight, butt sagging. She probably can't, even, can't get my butt fixed. No. Nobody can get your butt fixed in here. I forbid it. You forbid it? Yes, there'll be no butt fixing in here. So she left. She left to get drunk and lay out and have her ass lifted in the air. Because you are boring. Boring. It was, the, it was the sister that got the new booty, Jay. Yeah, but she wanted to be a part of it. She right. wanted to see yeah. it. She, she wanted, wanted to experience that. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Psych. Maybe she wanted for herself. Can't come to you. Can't come to you and ask. You know what? Why, you're Jay? boring. You're boring. You are boring. All right, Jay. Thank you. What you got, Junior? I, I don't even know why we even talking to stupid people. <laughs> I know this dude ain't the sharpest crayon in the box. You got you you right. see your sister in the bed, bandaged up. Dude come to the door. Your wife passed out drunk. And the question you come out with is my wife messing with my sister. Really? Isn't he asking really? the your, wrong questions? Thank your, you. Your crazy ass come out with that. So so, so let, let me let me just start with some questions I have for you. Okay. Okay, did anybody have any nursing scrubs on? <laughs> okay, no? Okay, well, they ain't caretakers. Did, did, did anybody have on a lab jacket? No? Okay, well, they ain't doctors. Junior, yeah. hold on, hold that questions. thought. Okay, I know yeah, you have some more questions. We'll get to you, nephew, as well. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, we'll have part two of the Strawberry Letter. Subject, my disloyal wife and my family. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, uh, we're going to recap today's Strawberry Letter, the subject, my disloyal wife and my family. Uh, a 46-year-old woman is married to a 30, and her 39-year-old sister, uh, the, the letter writer says, are up to something. Um, the 46-year-old is married to the man who wrote the letter. The, the man says, my sister recently got a divorce, so his wife spends a lot of time over there comforting her. And in the process of doing that, they took a vacation to Miami. The, the sister got a butt lift. Uh, the, the wife is constantly going over to the sister's house to bring her food. And she spent an entire weekend over there one time. And at that time, the husband went back over there to see what was going on. A man answered the door, and he said, where's his wife? And the man said, hmm, I didn't know she was married. So then he went and found his wife, and his wife was passed out drunk on the floor. He went to see his sister. She was in her room, bedroom all bandaged up because she had had a Brazilian butt lift and wax, according to Jay. Uh, his wife smelled like alcohol. Um, uh, his, he wanted his wife to come home. His wife said, no, husband, you're, you're lame and boring, so she'd rather stay at the sister's house. Uh, so the husband is trying to figure out this out. His his sister got divorced, got a new booty, his wife is drunk, and there are two men at the house, and he wanted his wife to come home. She said no. She refused to leave, so he said, stay there for all I care, and left. He called his best friend. 
Uh, his best friend had some choice words, and uh, he wants to know, the husband wants to know, after seeing all of this, is his wife messing with his sister, and what exactly is going on here? And uh, I said, Junior and I agreed with this. He's asking all the wrong questions. Uh, he doesn't seem to understand anything that's going on. Uh, and uh, Jay said that, uh, you know, they just want to have some fun. So, Junior, you said you had some questions for the husband. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. here's part yeah, two. I, I'm, I'm tired of stupid people just calling in here, writing in here, just with saying and stuff. What well, well, is he messing with my sister? The dude opened the door. What, what prescription is your glasses? Because <laughs> you obviously can't see. Yeah, that's another. <laughs> what prescription are you using on your glasses? Because you clearly can't see. Okay, let me ask you another thing. What did the two dudes have on? Was they shirtless? Because they shirtless. Okay, was this? Why you don't see the sweat on his chest? Everybody else can see this. You over here asking the wrong question. Here's another question, because it's got to be some more to this story. I just want to uh, know, where did the detectives at? Huh? Because I, I, you ain't put no detectives in here. Because you should have been tearing up something. That's what you should have been doing. Yeah. Where the two detectives? So where, where is the forensic team? We got to find an arm, a leg, an ear, a finger, or something. Where, where the yellow crime tape at? There's too much stuff missing. Where's the case number? Huh? The where case is the case number? number? Where is the court date? Because you just come out asking us. You got time to write us while your wife laid up with two dudes and your sister been up. Well, all the healthy people doing something. I get that much right now. Everybody who ain't bandaged up is doing something. That's what I do know. All right, Junior. <laughs> Thank you. All right, come on, nephew. Uh, today's subject, my disloyal wife and my family. Mm. You stupid! Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's jump it out. I gotta say it. Carl ain't gonna let me say it, but Willie D said it best from the ghetto boys. Let her be a. I'm sorry. It's oh no! <laughs> That's I'm I didn't sorry. say it. <laughs> you gotta let it happen. You are the stupidest person I've ever seen in my life. You understand that? You really are. A lot you of really are. Letters. Your wife is doing everybody in that uh. house, including your sister. Okay? She doing your sister. She doing the two guys. She did whatever they did in Miami. She doing everybody. And guess what? Your wife gonna get a new booty too. I promise you, it, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. One person get a new booty, mm-hmm. another person get a new booty. Your mm-hmm. wife gonna get a new booty too. All right. Mm-hmm. So here's the big deal. Why are you this stupid? Why are you writing us asking these ignorant questions? Where are the divorce papers? Why are you? Matter of fact, hey. let me tell you how bad you you know your wife don't want you. When she say get away from me. When you talking about I'm finna go, and, and she say she wants you to go because you're lame. You're lame and you're boring. Okay? When your wife say, when your spouse tells you that, they don't want you no more. Okay? And you got the nerve to write us, what should I get out of this? You stupid. It's, it's really plain. It's, it's written right there. You, are, you stupid and you don't get it. Your wife has done both of them men and your sister. Everybody. And your sister. Yes. Yes, that's your wife's new booty right there, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I'm think sorry. this I is had the first it. time that we've all agreed. Yeah. You just want to keep saying that, don't that's you? That's all. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, we can just we can uh, do it Houdini style. And I'm a hoe. You know I'm a hoe. <laughs> Rock yeah. three different freaks after every show. I'm a hoe. You know I'm a hoe. 
How do you know? Because I told show. you so. How many times are you allowed to say it on the show? I mean, I none. Well, I, well I've, I've, none. I've hit it. Well, I've hit it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you, you reach it up. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, I'm just, just so shocked at his. His non-behavior, his he's yeah. too calm. You know, yeah, what? You know. right, Shirley. Because when you walk in the door and you see all this, and you say yeah. to yourself, well, "What's going on?" Duh. See right there. That's yeah. stupid. That's stupid. His wife is on. drunk. A man yeah. just told you he didn't even know she was married. Everything. A man just on. told you that. She I don't have. Mouth. She don't have whole tendencies. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, you know what it is. Sports Talk with Junior right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Junior. It is time now for Sports Talk. What you got, what you got, what you got. All right, Shirley, before I get to sports talk, uh, everybody in Birmingham, I'm coming to the Star Dog Labor Day weekend, September 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Five shows, right, two Friday, Junior. two Saturday, one Sunday. I'm coming All out. Right. My first All show right, coming over. out since COVID. I'm back out here in these streets, man. Get your tickets at <laughs> Stardome.com. I'm back out these streets. We out here. We just out here. That's all, man. Well, uh, in sports talk this weekend, big, big week. It's back, y'all. Football huh. is back. Week one of the preseason. Now, it's going to be different this year. There's only three preseason games instead of four because they added another game in the regular season. So now they have 17 mm. weeks in the regular season and only three preseason games in the, re- in the preseason. So, But uh, week one, it was, it was nice. Let me tell you, we're running out some scores. If you're a Colts fan, you did good. 21-18 to 18 over the Panthers. Patriots over the Washington football team, 22-13. to 13. Steelers beat the Eagles, 24-16. to 16. The Uh-oh. Tennessee Titans over the Falcons, 23-3. to 3. It wasn't even close. The wow. Bills beat the Lions, 16-15. to 15. And once again, Jay, I know you'll be happy because the Dallas Cowboys fell to the Arizona Cardinals, 19-16. <laughs> Sixteen. I know you was waiting on that, Jay. This hey, brings man. joy to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> What's the hate? What's the hate for? It brings joy to my heart. <laughs> well, you know, also, man, Justin Fields, uh, you know, he was in Ohio State. He was drafted by the Chicago Bears. Had yeah. an awesome game, man. Congratulations, Justin yes, Fields, bringing like the Bears it. back to beat the Dolphins 20-13. to 13. Had one rushing touchdown and one passing touchdown. Justin Fields, you might mess around and be the starter week one, man. We don't know how this is going to go, bro. You keep yeah. playing like that. Denver Broncos, oh, my gosh. They blew out the Minnesota Vikings 33-6. to 6. Vikings, you probably need to start reevaluating this thing now. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Beat the Jaguars 23-13. There you go, Uncle Steve. No, he happy wherever he at. Mm-hmm. All right, we have the Ravens over the Saints. Carla, what's going on with the Saints? 17-14. to 14. Is Jamie Winston going to start a Taysom Hill? Who, what Tosh say? Well, I'm going to tell you, he was sitting on the couch watching the game eating ice cream. And then. <laughs> That's grown that. man stuff right there. Yeah. That's grown ice man cream. stuff right yeah. there. That's yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, and I said, uh-huh. oh, football, preseason is back. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. just turned around and looked at me. Put the bowl in the sink and went to the refrigerator. <laughs> so, Junior, it's gonna be a, a long season. I have season. a question, Junior. About What's up, Jay? Are they changing the ball every down? Or are they playing the same ball? No, no, the Jay. They always change the ball out, Jay. <laughs> COVID the or ball not. always changed out in NFL before Jay. COVID. And uh, I want to get. Yeah, it's always there. But I do want to say this. This absolutely probably means nothing. The Houston Texans did beat the Packers 26-7. to 7. What? Oh, my God. What? I don't even know what that means. Probably <laughs> the only win we get, we'll take it, even if it is wait, a wait, preseason wait, wait. game. 
<laughs> it's just good to have football back, man. Football is back. All right, Junior. Thank you. Coming thank up you at the top of the hour, we'll play a little comedy roulette right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we go. It is time once again for Comedy Roulette. Nope. Jay, please set it up. It is very simple. You take three subjects, you put those subjects on a wheel, spun the wheel around, where it stopped. Because we're comedians, we make it funny. Watch <laughs> this. Just watch this. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Today's categories. Uh, mean things people say about you when you don't have time to take a picture or sign an autograph. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been there. That's happened to (laughs) a lot of us on this show, huh? (laughs) Things you remember you left as soon as you drive off. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's that's everything. Uh Uh-huh. All right. (laughs) If it stops on this one, I want to hear it. Things people say that swear they don't watch porn. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I love right there. I know. I want to hear that one. I hope it stops on All of these are good. It's funny, Kelly. It's funny. All right, here we go. Spin the wheel, please, cat door. (laughs) It's happened to us. It's happening. Uh, Mean things people say about you when you don't have time to take a picture or sign an autograph. Comedy roulette. And and they'll let you hear it. They'll say it very loud. I never liked it. I never liked his ass any damn way. Yeah. yeah, mean things people, people say you ain't got time to do an autograph or take a picture. <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, mean things people say about you when you don't give them an autograph or take a picture. You're going to have to beep this, Dave. You're going to have to beep it. Here it is. <laughs> you and Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Time to take a picture or autograph. Uh-huh. Damn, Wayne Brady, you ain't got to like that. <laughs> they call you Wayne Brady. Can't believe, can you believe Wayne acting like this? Let's make a deal. <laughs> oh. oh, Junior, that's funny oh, and that God. hurts. I know that hurt your feelings. I know it did. Go ahead, go I can't go to mean things people say about you when you don't give them an autograph or take a picture. Don't get your prank calling ass whooped, though. Here. Oh. <laughs> Okay, wow. I'm just telling you, this ain't no prank here, partner. <laughs> yeah. Mean things people say to you when you don't have time to take a picture or an autograph. You wasn't funny on that other show, and you really ain't funny on this one. How about that? Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> Hatred. <laughs> Hatred. Hate is real. No, it be real. Because you be standing there, they act like you ain't standing there. Right there. there. Yeah, I said no one time. They turned to somebody else talking about, short ass said no. (laughs) (laughs) His short ass got the nerve to say no. (laughs) Wow, dog, all that behind the picture. (laughs) Mean things people say about you when you don't give them a picture or or, or, or or give them an autograph Mm -hmm. is... 
If you wasn't his damn nephew, we wouldn't know your ass no way. You didn't know that. Mean things people say to you. Tell me all your They cruel, ain't they? Yeah, cruel. Did they take a picture or sign an autograph? You just kiss an ass to be on this show. That's the only reason you own that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, Jay. Mean things. People say you didn't got time to take a picture or autograph. Don't worry, your career almost over. You ain't got the front, you ain't got that long in the front. It's almost over. Mean things people say when you don't want to give an autograph or take a picture. I thought you was a dude from Smart Guy anyway. That's who I was looking for. Hello. That's who I thought you was, the dude on Smart Guy. On that note, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after. Oh, I'm hurt for you guys right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so just days after that dire U.N. report on climate change was released, comes word that July was the hottest month on record. I think Stevie Wonder said it was hotter than July at one time. Too. Yeah, I was, I was naked. Uh-huh. I was naked all July. Global temperatures were 1.67 degrees Fahrenheit above average. That breaks a record set back in 2016 and tied in 2019 and 2020. The U.N. report called climate change a code red crisis and that the science is irrefutable. Okay, so yeah. hot in July. How have how have we been, you guys, how have you been dealing with this heat? I'm more backyard naked, you know. <laughs> What's um, that, backyard naked? That's, that's in your, you, you know, you're in your pool, uh, you're yeah, in your hot yeah. tub, you know, that that's that. And then if I cook or grill, yeah. I like you to grill do that. naked. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, have, you got to be look. careful now. Yeah. I have a different type of naked. I have a window fan naked. I'm window fan <laughs> naked. So, you know, and every now and then I go, <laughs> you know, that's just the fun. All right, I, don't get too close fan. now. Don't, <laughs> and you, don't, you don't get too don't close get to that too grill. Close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have more of this ignorant show coming up at 33 you minutes asked after. <laughs> right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. In today's entertainment news, tennis great Naomi Osaka, who is of Haitian and Japanese descent, has announced that she will be donating her prize money, the winnings from her Western and Southern Open, uh, to the relief efforts in Haiti to help the victims from Saturday's 7.2 magnitude earthquake. Naomi went on to say, I know our ancestors' blood is strong, will keep rising. Wow. If you want to help, please go to action.publicgood.com or you can go to redcross.org. Of course, we are praying for Haiti. Wow. Really yeah. Oh they, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yes. It just seems like they can't get a break in Haiti. They can't. The, the last oh, one was Jesus. what, 2010 or something? 2010. Yeah. And now this, yeah, it's just horrible. It really is. And and those of us who have been in an earthquake know, you know, what it's like. What it's like. Yeah, this is devastating. I really don't know what it's like. I mean, of course, watching it on television is just, it's amazing. I've I've been in a few. shaking. Wherever you run, that shaking too. Mm -hmm. And it's the most scariest thing you ever want to go through, man. It it really, really is. Because you want to try to get outside and outside is shaking. So, yeah. 
it's really horrible, man. Yeah. Which one is. is worse? Which which where do you want to be? Well, well, like like ain't like mm-hmm. you can schedule it, but well, mm-hmm. you know, Tommy. Over the years, they changed it. They used to tell you to get stay inside and get in like in a door okay, frame yeah. or something in the doorway okay yeah in the doorway in inside the, of that frame but you know now, i think it's just to get out of that building you're right shirley get out of that yeah, building yeah yeah and, yeah. and it's changed house. you yeah. know yeah so so being in the street is better yeah because you don't have to worry about stuff falling down on you you, you yeah, never just, know the structure you're in could collapse on you. right just make sure you're in an open yeah. space uh-huh. or something yeah but it, it's it's horrific it's it horrible I, I i feel so so much for haiti i, I yeah. was yeah. looking on um mm-hmm. you know instagram and social media and everybody mm-hmm. was putting up praying for haiti mm-hmm. you know um signs and everything but it, it's just terrible and you, you horrible, have to pray yeah. for them and i'm sure you they're do. going to need financial relief thank god for Absolutely. Naomi Osaka, you know, uh-huh. and President like Biden who are coming uh-huh. through. Yeah. With mm-hmm. Thank God we got this president right now. Thank yeah. God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Homeboy yes. be down there throwing out paper towels. Throwing Ooh, paper towels. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it and it's horrible because Haiti is such a poor country. It, you know, anyway. you, you Tommy, you're talking about us being outside and where can we go? Some of those people, how they live, how, how the Haitians live, is such a poor country. Yeah, Any kind of relief yeah. and anything that anything. we can do to help the medical doctors yeah. and mm-hmm. everyone get there to try to help with relief efforts. All right, guys, coming up, it is our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after, we'll also close out the show as well, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys, our last break of the day on this Monday. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Monday. How about that? New week. Yeah. See? See, Monday Face. wasn't that bad. No, nah, Monday was actually fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. I, I, I think yeah. we were Sorry, Monday. Stupid. Sorry, all the stuff we said about you earlier. We don't yeah. apologize to Monday. Man. Oh, no, no, Monday got to go. I don't love Monday the way I love Thursday. Thursday, boy. Thursday's like. your favorite day? Come on, it's got to be Friday. Nah, nah, nah. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> hey, oh, but look, right. I got I to I tell y'all something I saw this weekend, and I don't know if y'all seen it. On ESPN, Saturday night. Saturday night. On, we know you ain't on the sports channel. Saturday night. Nico Ali Walsh. This is Ali's grandson. Grandson, Yes. Had his first debut. First debut. Knocked out. Knocked somebody out in the the first round. This boy is on his way. The legacy continues. It feel like Creed is what it feel like, Junior. It feel like Creed. Yeah, man. First round TKO, man. I mean, you know, that's it. So I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch this kid, especially the first round. I mean, this is the first fight. I think yeah. as a professional. Am I right, Junior? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it's his first fight, man. It was. Yeah. Wow. That's, did he, so did he this dress is, like his granddad? Did he have the Yeah, he wore, he, he wore yeah. his, he wore Ali's shorts. It, yeah. Oh, it was, it okay. Was, oh, oh, okay. Yes. With the black yes. Yes. legacy okay. definitely continues. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the whole Ali family was in the stands. You, oh, I mean, nice. Nice. Yeah, this was big. It was big, huh? Yeah. This was wow. big. Trust me. Y'all going to be hearing about this kid right here. 21 years old. Good. Okay. Go. All right. Keep it in the family. Let's yeah. go. That's how you do it, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, this this has been coming up a lot on social media too. It was all over uh, the gram and stuff. Um, you know, last weekend over the weekend, and uh, the latest one to be dragged uh, is Terry Crews. Uh, Terry Crews has been dragged for saying, "If you aren't sweating, 
don't shower. A lot of people are talking, you know, in the COVID and what? stuff, they don't shower what? and stuff like that. What? So, yeah. So, social media trolls said he really thinks he's white. This comes after. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay, wow. listen, I knew I wasn't going to be able to get that? through that. Come on, Terry. <laughs> It said, uh, this comes after actors Ashton Kutcher and his wife uh, Mila Kunis and Jake Gyllenhaal, they don't consider showering uh, a necessity all the time, okay? They don't shower all the time. Uh, so this is what Terry Crews said. Whoa, 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 well, they said that about their kids, too. Ashton and Mila, they, you know, unless they see dirt, they get see their dirt. children's baths yeah. and all that. So this has been going on for a while about these celebrities talking mm-hmm. about showering yeah, and showering. bathing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and The Rock said no... he, he takes three showers a day. Thank uh-huh. you, Rock. I ain't no fucking celebrity. I'm not going to be no fucking celebrity. I'm sorry. Right. I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna... Oh, and funky. Terry, funky, funky, <laughs> funky. <laughs> Look That's, now, did it sound uh, like it? I'm sorry. Yeah, rewind. Say, like, I said okay. F U N K Y. Lost his entire mind. <laughs> okay, let's change that to stinky. I ain't gonna be no stinky celebrity. Good job, nephew. Okay. Yeah, and can I say something to Terry Crews? There's no uh-huh. way your ass ain't sweating with them tight ass suits on. There's no way. Well, listen no. to what he said. Okay. <laughs> Terry said during a podcast interview, if you aren't sweating, don't shower. But then he says, but I sweat all the time because I'm running and working out. And after all, I'm Mr. Old Spice. You know what I mean? So I've got to be clean. So Terry's not saying he doesn't shower. He's not saying that. He's saying yeah, so he, he, if you don't yeah. sweat, don't shower. But he uh-uh. sweats all the uh-uh. time. I don't believe that, Shirley. Your suggestion that you ain't doing. <laughs> that's why I'm falling for that. Yeah, uh-uh. I ain't falling for that. I shower all the time, quite but a you bit. ain't sweating. Uh-uh. That might be why they have his ass on the other end of the stage on that show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> So here's a, uh, we'll say, sensual lowdown on some of our favorite celebrities, okay? Rihanna, hands down, everyone says she smells so good. They they say she smells like heaven. Rihanna, yeah, and she has a brand new scent out, too. Matthew McConaughey. Now, actress Yvette Nicole Brown said that Matthew McConaughey doesn't use deodorant. She said that, but she also said he didn't stink. Now on the set of Tropic Thunder, she said he smells like he smells like granola and good living. Oh, okay, okay, that's Matthew. So he rubs he rubs granola under his arms. No, that's no, not what she no. said. <laughs> Why did you get listen. that out of what I just said? Well, I, I ain't nothing going under his arm. It's got to be something going under there. He doesn't yeah. use deodorant. Some people use a, a sliced lime. It's a whole bunch of stuff. But anyway, she lime. said a lime. he doesn't use it. Lime. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Shirley, slow down and quit what, what running over the stuff. Okay, who's squeezing lime? Hell no. Oh, no. Soap and water. Right. Lime, and te- lime and tequila. These <laughs> things go together. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just saying, some people lather. do. Lather. Okay. Put on the by d- the rinse. Then lather up again, rinse again. That's <laughs> how you bathe. Okay. I, I don't know why I got a lime in the yeah. tub with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I have to get through some more celebrities so you can hear what they say. Okay. Um, all right, reggae, uh, Jean Page, the Duke of Hastings, you know that. The Duke yeah. of Hastings. Bridgeton, uh, he's, yeah. They said he smells really, really nice. This is according to his co-star. Thank he you. said he never, ever had bad breath, and he doesn't smoke or anything like that. 
She said, we both drink a lot of coffee, so sometimes we smell like that, which is just fine. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, dude. Uh-huh. Michael B. Jordan, a fan said he smelled like mahogany teak wood from Bath and Body Works, but oh. better. Better. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Who's uh, smelling all these people? <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? Who's still people are going up to him doing people. a sniff test. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have. <laughs> Come on, Jay. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow, y'all. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 